again. So today we get to talk to Stacy Johnson out of Keller Williams Signature in Katy, Texas. She's a realtor. She's been a recruiter before. She is very knowledgeable in all things that means service for your needs. She's a spouse of a constable in Fort Bend County in Texas. So she definitely knows what it's like to support a life of service. So today we get to learn a lot about you what's important to you, what kind of initiatives you're running into, and then we can talk about whatever you want. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Good. So let's start here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, background, what you did uh, prior to what you're doing now, and then what kind of got you into becoming a real estate agent to help people purchase homes. Absolutely. So I was actually in the recruiting industry for well over 10 years, uh, helping people get uh, better job opportunities in the Houston area, specifically in tax. And I decided at some point in my life I needed a change and real estate was the answer to that. Um, I joined uh, Keller Williams and they had phenomenal training and it was a situation where uh, I got some of the best training from you, Thank <laughs> you. personally. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I learned a lot and you were, um, you shared a lot of the knowledge that you had in the real estate market with me and allowed me to grow. Um, so yeah. And, and that's how I'm here. I think providing service to clients is very important. Um, so now instead of helping them find their dream job, I'm helping them find their dream home. That's amazing. And yeah. So when you, when you first came in, it was just the whole deal. It's like uh, we were working on a team together and on that team, uh, they told the team leader said, Hey, we got a new agent coming into work. And I was like, all right. You know, you see a lot of real estate agents come in the door all the time. I was a new real estate agent too. Probably still not awesome, but I feel like, uh, you know, I've done all right. And then I see you come in the door and just the way that you communicate with people, the way that you talk to people, the way that calm under stress. You don't let stuff freak you out. Like stuff like that is what you notice in people right when they walk in the door. So it was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. It's not. And, and, and it, what it was good though, is it's not competition. You're like, Oh, I can work with that person. Right. That, that was the difference. I didn't see someone walking in the door. Like I'm taking everything over. I saw someone coming. That's like, I want to learn. I want to know how to do it. And I was like, Oh, that's just like me. So I was like, I'm very happy to help anytime. Um, it's been a good experience. I think that's one thing. I think that's kind of one thing that you really helped, uh, formulate joining, um, KW is the fact that we're all there just to help each other, you know, and, uh, being alongside other great agents, I feel can help propel you in your career and the things that you learn and how you can, uh, handle certain situations when it comes to clients. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, You did recruiting for a while. I heard you say you did tax recruiting. So that means you helped uh, people that do taxes. You helped companies that staff tax accountants, right? Yep. And you're going to find a lot of people to buy a house. Those people know how to manage money. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, interesting. Some of them have been my clients. So yeah. yeah, those connections have been very beneficial. So talk about that for anybody. So let's 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 go to the new real estate agent that is coming into do this career because, you know, they heard the market is crazy bananas. They heard that all you have to do is get your license and put a sign in the yard and you're going to be a billionaire, right? That's what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks it's super easy to do this job. Now, 
let them know what's important about, I think people like you and others that had a successful career before becoming a realtor, like you're in that, you're in that, that realm where you did not, you didn't make a change because you were forced to, right? You made the change because right. you wanted to go a different direction. You could have continued on in your career and recruiting for, for tax firms and stuff. And you'd have been very successful because you were, I remember you were, you were, <laughs> you were being called all the time when you told them, Hey, I'm this, I'm, I'm doing something different. And they were trying to find any way to keep you. Right. So you're the opposite yeah. of some people, some people, I don't know why, but spending thousands of dollars a year to run a business that you have no idea if you're good at as a real estate agent, they think it's easy because they hear what everybody's saying. So talk about, you just said it, some of the people that you worked with were your people that you helped purchase homes. Why is it important to you to understand the importance of what they call in uh, the real estate industry a sphere of influence, right? We all have one. Friends, family, people that mm -hmm. like you, people that love you, people that are going to want to help you. I seen you right. talk to those people more than any, right? And how do you feel that that's helped you or walk a new real estate agent through uh, why they should not be uncomfortable to call the people, even if they haven't talked to them for a long time? Mm -hmm. So um, coming into the business, you it we do work hard for our money. I know a lot of people say, oh, you guys get paid the big bucks. Yeah, but we also go through a lot in order to get those bucks. Mm -hmm. um, but the sphere of influence is everybody in your circle that you know, whether it be work-related, volunteer-related, your family, um, extended family. Um, it was very, very important to connect with those individuals because they trust you already. You've helped them in some form or shape um, that enabled you to build that relationship uh, to keep it going. And I reached out to a lot of those people to let them know what I was doing now. And they were very open and receptive. They didn't, they knew for a fact I had been doing recruiting all these years, uh, but I pushed it back on KW, the leadership, the help that I had access to is, yeah, I'm a brand new agent, but at the end of the day, I've got backing by individuals who have been in the business for well over 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. So if I don't know the answer to something, the resources are at our fingertips, literally, or right next door to us where we can go knock and ask for that help. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I think a lot of, a lot of newer real estate agents that come into doing that job, you see them every day. I remember because, you know, I used to be a KW agent, like you said earlier, we worked together there. And I actually started as an agent when I, you know, when I was doing a lot of real estate full time, I started in that signature office, right? And they have the training programs and they do the Ignite program. And like, it's great to do the training. And I'm every week, you see like 10 fresh faces because there's people getting a license all the time. And the most disappointing thing that I saw from agents is a week later, there's only two of those 10 that showed back up because just even after a week, like I can't do this. And you always ask them like why you can't do it. And the biggest thing I heard from people is I don't know anyone. And the, the, the biggest one from that, if you start to compound on that, the other like crazy thing I heard people say it was very young people like your son, Nick's age, 22, 23 years old. You know, they're really, really young. So they don't have professional careers. They don't know people that make a lot of money because they don't make a lot of money. And they come into real estate and they go, none of my friends want to buy a house. Like, okay, but do you have a mom and dad? 
they might have friends that you know you know that may want to buy a house like it's okay for you to reach out to your friends that your parents know and ask them if they can help you and here's the deal they're your parents friends which means they know who you are like oh little nicholas is trying to get good at at something (laughs) you know what i don't know anybody in darling but i'm gonna find you know we live in texas for crying out loud yeah how much more country help can you get than that people want to help you but the problem is that you see it they don't want to make those phone calls you know like you just said like you called a whole network of people that know who you are they knew you were a recruiter but i think the difference in you and some people is i've seen you talk on the telephone and i I think this is a main point i want to get out to new agents even if you haven't talked to that person for a long time the one thing i always see you do when you call is you say hey i know it's been a long time since we've talked and you know i apologize for that but i just want to I wanted to reach out and let you know that I'm making a change, but I also just wanted to call and see how you're doing. And you made it about, you know, catching up with that person because we already know, well, what are you doing now that's going to come up? And so I've seen you also right. be able to help out a lot of people in some of their endeavors just because you were calling to catch up with them. It's a two-way street, but a lot of people don't see that. And the other part of it, you know, people need to get into – that real estate business to be in a, what they call a niche. Everybody says it, you have to have a niche and everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to find mine. But I'll tell you right now, even with a lot of successful agents, I don't think they have a niche. People say I'm a listing agent. That's their niche. Well, guess what? Everybody wants to be a listing agent. That's awesome. I heard that yesterday too. It's great, Mm -hmm. but you gotta, you know, have, have that thing that you're good at. Right. Do you, have you, have you found yours? yet because some people don't find it right away like you helped you worked with us and our niche was military guys right veterans and then we would talk to first responders because that's just the the world i came from like it works right um but have you started to find which one that you want to be into have you started to progress towards that you know, I haven't yet. Um, it's one of those things. I'm all about helping people. And so I feel that the more um, customer service experience that you can deliver to your clients, they're going to send you referrals, mm-hmm. right? And so um, just helping people get to the finish line with the least amount of frustrations is the most important thing to me. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, and that's the thing. So that turns into soon there will be something that you go you know what i'm really really good at that and so what agents need to understand is that is what you build your brand behind whether it's hey we're going to get you to the table with the least amount of stress possible it's going to be a good experience so that you now your 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 brand lives off that customer experience right my brand lives off of If you're a veteran or active duty service member, I'm here to help you understand how to and use the benefit that you've earned to get a home loan, right? Like that's, that's just the way that it works. And so I think that, you know, having a niche or a thing that you're good at may be the customer service part because you are very good at that. So I think that people think they have to find like some Instagram worthy thing that they can just put up there all the time you know but you're doing it simple you're just like let me just you know work with people and do it good and you know it's been successful right 
Yeah. You, you know, you, eventually all those seeds that you plant will yeah. grow. So <laughs> that's awesome. Man. So coming into Kellowim Signature, tell me a little bit about that place. How is it? How is it going? What do you like about it? Um, tell some new agents in the Houston area or even established agents in the area why they should come check you guys out. Oh, absolutely. So first of all, it's our leadership team. It all starts from the top. Um, I was introduced to Yana Hayes, a phenomenal woman here in the office. Uh, she has been an agent for a while. She is great when it comes to mentorship and ensuring you have what you need to be successful. And so um, the culture in this office is phenomenal. Uh, the technology, the resources, we've got an individual, Brian, um, he is great if you have questions about command. He makes sure that you know that touching your database and those that are in your circle, uh, it happens. And in order to do so, you know, they say your database is your bank account. And so he helps uh, implement things. And <laughs> I'm getting better at that. I tell you, when I first started, it was hard to yeah. make sure everything was in the database, but definitely well, have made some changes. You get super busy and and as an agent, I and I think that's the that's another thing that people just don't realize. As an agent, you get busy, so you start working with three or four people that want to purchase a mm -hmm. home, or let's say one someone that's selling a home and a couple that are buying. Obviously, as a buyer's agent, you're going to go do a lot of showings, which takes a lot of time. You get home, or you get back to the office, and you're like, I ain't, I'm not updating a computer system. I just I know what they want to buy, but what people don't realize is. And, and they find out, I think, too late. Those people that have, for a week, it's too overwhelming to create a database. It's too overwhelming to call and hold yourself accountable to document the little things, right? Right. But all way that stuff too is so necessary. But way too many are like yeah. you and me. They're just like you. They're just like me. I talk to everybody. I got these text messages in my phone. I'm good, right? Well, the reality <laughs> is not all of your friends are ready to, to do something right now. And it may be that... You need to send them those monthly newsletters so they understand what's going on. Some people may not be ready, but uh -huh. you know, you're right. I mean, that's what I see anyway. You get super busy, you're out doing all this stuff, yeah. and something is always gonna get forgotten. And a lot of the time it is the the relationship that you're building with your people that you want to hold on to is that falls away, right? Because a lot of realtors' biggest problem is is keeping in touch with the client after you're done helping them. Right. Because it, it was just like in, when I was in the Navy, we did recruiting and you've done recruiting. From the time I meet you to the time that I get you hired to your job or you go to like into, you know, basic training, like I'm talking to you all the time. Right. But once you've gotten your job and then you're into the Navy, I forget, like, I don't call and talk to you no more. It's almost like, oh, yeah, we're good going to the next one. Now I got to go find someone brand new to go speak with and talk to that I don't know anything about. And struggle through that yeah. when if I would keep in touch with the people that know me and like me and, and want to help me, oh, man, my job would be so much easier. And that's what I kind of latched on to, talking to all the people that I knew that were still in you know, the Navy and that lived in the Houston area. And so that, that helped me. But I still could be better at yeah. updating the database, like you said, right? It's just important to do it, yeah. you know? And it's good. I know, And I know Brian. Brian is a uh, very smart guy. And he... Yeah. leverages that stuff very well. It leverages it to the fact that he doesn't have to plan a day. It's, this is what you need to do today. Done. 
And I used to look at it like, man, I wish I could do that. And I would always say, I wish I could do it. And you know, Brian, he comes around and goes, well, you can do it. I don't know why you're wishing. You should just do it. I'm like, that makes sense, but I'll get on that later. I'm just going to leave right now. And I never did it, but he (laughs) is really good at that. That's the thing that he has. He has accountability and structure to what he's doing, which helps. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm all over the place. I'm a firecracker. So that's what I do. Right, right. And so are you. And the interesting thing about this office too, so talking about him, because it is a whole team of people that help us be successful, right? And everybody in this office is willing to help. And coming from the recruiting industry, it's night and day different. The amount of, um, I guess, people just willing and able to offer that assistance and guidance to you yeah. is there. Well, I think at the di- I, I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can talk about that. What is the difference? If you're in a recruiting job back then and you're going to try to find people to get a job – and you found someone and you're trying to help them get hired. Mm-hmm. Why are people so less willing to help you get that done in that arena versus I found this one person to sell a house to make, you know, money for the services I'm providing. And then everybody wants to help you. Why is there such a big, and I don't know, is it, I'm not able to make that money. So if she can't find that person a job, I can go do it and I can make the money. And then over here, it's like, ah, oh, there's plenty of people to call. Like, I don't like, have you figured out like, why is there such a, there's a lot more pressure and a lot more reason to be the corporate version of not wanting to help you in real estate. Right. But it's completely different. Like everybody wants to help. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I, I think it's more of the internal issues versus anything else mm-hmm. um how people get compensated has a lot to do with it <laughs> well, that's true i mean the compensation in real estate is up to you you know yeah. at the end of the day uh, you're not you're not held accountable to a manager or a company and anything you know like you are held accountable to yourself yeah it's a scary thing those little people look up to you wait <laughs> waiting for that check <laughs> well and then it's funny my kids me. Hey, have you made a sale this week? Oh. If you don't get out of my business. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. It's good. It definitely yeah. um, helps light that fire under you to keep going. Because uh, sometimes it's very easy to burn out. Yeah. You know, um, we get tired and we we have to push the reset button. Do you think that do you think that you get tired because you're so busy? Or do you feel it? Sometimes you're burnt out because you haven't done anything and nothing's coming from it, but you feel like you've done a lot. No, sometimes it's just life in general. Well, no, I got that. But like when you're burnt out, let's say a burnout from real estate and like, oh man, I got to take a break. I'm just so tired. I think a lot of people get burnout. One, because things that go on outside of their job, right, is what's weighing them down. But I'm talking Uh on the other end of the spectrum. People are like, man, I need to take a break. I need a vacation. Just been working too hard. And you look, you're like, man, I haven't seen you do anything. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think frustration and, 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 and the way that rolls into the part you just said about like life in general, if you're not doing anything in your business to be successful as an agent or whatever you're doing, that's yep. going to go home with you because now you're like, oh, I'm not getting nothing. So you're frustrated. It makes the conversation short. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you just tell you, you got to stay focused, right? You got to, you got to keep moving towards the the prize and keep moving forward and just do the same thing the next day. But yeah, sometimes you got to reset. 
reset is a good thing. That's right. They talk about consistency in this business Mm -hmm. and it's all about it. You know, you've got to, there's key to the follow-up. So keep doing what you're doing day in and day out and things will happen. Oh, for sure. Follow-up is the thing that kills 90% of people because it's, it's really funny and anything. So, you know, I'm, I do mortgage lending on a VA team now too, right? That's my primary gig, you know, one of many that I've done so far since retirement. And this is one that's probably going to turn into be a little bit more stable and it's a, just a higher reaching mission to do. But the, even in this job, the thing that I see, and it's funny, it was in recruiting, it's in real estate, it's in mortgage lending, it's in anything. You call somebody back that you've just been forgetting to call for a week. Oh, I'm already mm-hmm. buying a house. You're like, what? And and you get offended, right? You remember. <laughs> yep. Man, I talked and talked and talked and talked. I remember you had one person like that in the very beginning. It was like talk and talk and talk and talk. And it like, they went with someone else. I can't believe what happened. Like, this is great. And like, you're like, I am, I am writing them a letter and I'm going over there right now and I'm going to figure out and get explained to me why you can't just let me know. Right. And I had to, what I tell you, I'm like, you're dealing with people, man. You know, you went two days without talking to that person. You planted the seed, right? Like they want to go do something all of a sudden. Now it's right in front of them. And they're like, we've been talking about this for a couple of days. Let's just do it. And a lot of times it's a 50, 50, I think it's more like a, an 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, they have no intention of leaving you high and dry. You know what I mean? It just happens. Right. 20%, though, there are people that talk to someone and they're like, no, nah, I can take care of you right now. Now, those are the people that we need to have conversations with. But you just got to move on. Remember, I told you, you, just move on. Go to the next one. If you go to the next one, you'll be okay. They will come back and talk to you again eventually one day, Right. But the thing that kills me, because I'm just like you and everyone else that that happens to, I've had buddies that as I first became an agent, and I knew these dudes were retiring, they were getting out, right? They're going to make some kind of change. So I'm talking to them. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, my wife sends me a text message. Did you see Facebook today? (laughs) I'm like, obviously, what's the answer to that question, Stacey? Somebody bought a new house. No, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't had time. I I don't look. Yeah. So then I go look at Facebook and I'm like, oh, this. So then I go home that (laughs) night. I'm at home. And then they're all like, what is wrong with you? Like, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Like they knew. So here's what I figured out too. Just because they're my friends doesn't mean they're going to use me because they also do have people that they know from before. So I was, right. man, I'm telling you, I was sideways like that with like a family member, right? On mm-hmm. two different mm-hmm. fronts. And I just was like, you know what? Just move on. It'll be okay. But I was mad. I'm telling you, I was mad. Yeah. I, I think we all get a little hurt. And you know what? <laughs> but like you said, you have to move on and you have to move on quickly. That's There's true. no point in letting them bring your energy. But I wasn't even mad because I wasn't going to make the money. Does it make sense? I was not mad at that yeah. at all. I was mad because I was like, wouldn't you want someone to help you that you know will have like your best interest at hand? And I think a lot of that comes into from us being in this industry, we've seen and heard the stories about how people are really treated and what it means to other people. 
So when you find mm-hmm. someone like you that service is number one, it doesn't matter who's in the deal. Like for 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 Stacy Johnson, everybody, it could be the title company, it could be the insurance agent, it could be hers, the realtor, it could be the listing agent, it could be the lender, it could be anybody. If someone in that chain yeah. is not taking care of the client a hundred percent, oh, you're gonna yeah. hear about it. Yeah, she's gonna make a phone call. Oh my, yeah. Interesting enough, we're going through something very similar. So I'm in a networking group, mm-hmm. and um, we utilize somebody in that networking group that did not provide the level of service that I expect. And so we've been going back and forth with this other chapter about how things should be handled. And I feel like if you're not going to provide the same level of service that I provide, there's no point in us having a working relationship. It's just not going to work. For sure. You know, and I think the hardest thing about that sometimes too to be the devil's advocate to what you just said and just going in the future. Uh There's a difference in, you know, the level of service that you expect versus what's going on with the person. You know, there, there, there is a point. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I've seen you do this. So you're not a, you mess this up one time. We're done. You've never been like that. Okay. Maybe something's going on. Maybe there's a personal thing going on. Maybe there's a family thing going on. Maybe we need to establish what they call it, the ground rules. This is how I work. If you can't do that, let me know. Because you don't know unless you try it one time with somebody, right? Like, let's work through this. And what I've seen mm-hmm. is not just for you as like providing that level of service. I have seen you go out and say, hey, I really, really would like to see us do it this way, right? Like, I'm bringing you somebody that's going to get you money and you've talked them through it. And so what I want people to understand is although you have that characteristic and you have that feeling that if you don't do it the way I do it and you don't provide the same service, then we just can't work together. But I want everybody to understand that you're not like the average person in that. The average person, the first time they're out and they, it's like, let's squash this person because they're horrible, right? Yeah. I think people should do it the way that you do it. You know, let's, it, it's like a, a leadership kind of perspective from the military. And I don't know if they did it in the corporate world, but okay, you made a mistake. Let's sit down and talk about it. Let's come up with a plan so it never happens again. Right. Happens the second time. We're going to remind you about what we talked about. The third time, man, you're out. Like we're playing baseball now. It's time to go. Right. I've given you the opportunity to do it. Like it's not that I don't want you to succeed. But I'm not putting mm-hmm. my success on your lack of care for success for yourself, right? It's a harsh way to say that, but that's the way it is. And so I just, you know, I want people to know that, like, if they approach it the way you do in that manner, you're going to build strong relationships. You have, you know, what, what is your what what networking group are you in now? Is it still the same one, the BNI group? Yep, it is. And it's BNI the one group, in Katy, yeah. right? Yeah. So our group is um, Katy Business Elite. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that group of people. Um, you guys are there to help each other, right? Exactly. You want, you want to talk yeah. about your group a little bit and plug it in. There might be somebody that may want to join, but you got to get through the interview yeah. process first. <laughs> there is an interview process. For real? Process. Yeah, there is. That's why I haven't joined <laughs> one of those. <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, B&I, and what we do is we refer business to each other. You get a chance to really know the individuals in your group. Um, it is chair-based. So what that means is there's one chair 
uh, per profession. So there's only one real estate agent in, there's only one title company in, one mortgage lender. And it's not just strictly real estate. Uh, there are other individuals, for example, uh, PNC insurance professionals. There are coaches in the gym, um, oh, nice. doctors all across the board. Mm. And so it's just a referral group that we all, uh, it, we've become a really big family. Um, and we meet once a week for about an hour and a half. Uh, so you get a chance to know more about that person's business and how you can help them. But I've had two deals come uh, through that networking group so far. So wow. it definitely, yeah, wow. it, it's great. So That's awesome. yeah, for anybody looking, if you're looking to grow your business or if you're responsible for bringing in business, then it's a phenomenal opportunity. For you. Yeah. So in your group right now, the Katie Elite one, that's the name of it, correct? I don't want to get it wrong. Yep. Katie Business Elite. Katie Business Elite, that B&I group. Is there any specific business or type of organization that you guys are looking to fill a seat right now? I mean, I know you're always looking for people in every kind of you know instance, but is there a specific you know, person you guys are looking for right now, maybe someone had to leave or you found a need that you need this one so that we can maybe see if people out there may want to reach out to you and Katie. Yeah. So one of the biggest ones right now is a commercial lender. Um, if you know any commercial lenders, that is a great seat for us and an estate planning attorney. Um, we also have a supplemental, uh, we need somebody who sells supplements so we can build, we've got a gym coach in there now. So we're trying to build his sphere um, and also a chiropractor, so somebody that he can refer business out to easily. Uh, um, so, so, yeah. so the structure of this thing, in just that little ten-second clip, you got a gym owner that comes in. He's trying to grow a business. What would help him grow a business? Supplements, chiropractor. You know, let's find people yep. to come in here that he can refer people to to the, in turn grow him. Right. So, so the the deal of this is it's not just about let's meet every week. Like you guys are actually searching out to help each other grow, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Awesome. We're sending referrals left and right. Yep. There you go. So there we go. We have, we have the list, estate planning attorney so that we can do the wills. We need, you know, a, a supplement person so that that can uh, help the gym owner and the chiropractor. So we'll a commercial lender. So you guys are needing someone that's on that commercial side for investors. Okay. Yep. So let's see what we can do. We'll see how many people you get. <laughs> you know, we've only got like two followers, so it's okay. Don't worry about it. And you're not one of them yet, by the way. So go ahead and like it when we're done. Oh, I need to do that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it can't just be me and my kid, you know? Just kidding. I know. I'm just Holding kidding. each other accountable. That's what I love about our relationship. Yeah. No, it's all good. <laughs> so let's talk about, in the last little bit we got, let's talk about the future. The future for you. So. Right now you're doing real estate. You're doing fairly well, right? Um, uh huh. What does the future of your real estate business hold? What are your What are your goals going forward? And so far, and what you've learned to this point, what is the next milestone that you're trying to attain, and how do you plan on getting there? So my plan is to help at least four families a month. Um, I have hired a coach and she has helped me in certain ways to elevate my business a little bit and making sure I'm doing the right things to get to where I need to be. Mm. Um, yeah. 
And in, in terms of adding to the team, I definitely want to add an admin to take off some of the paperwork that we have to do in this business um, and add maybe a buyer's agent at some point. And yeah, continue to grow. That, that's the main goal. Nice. So are you looking, how soon would you be looking to hire an admin? So, so for everybody out there, let's kind of, let's kind of break it down for them, right? Because I know where you work. I know the brokerage that you're in and that brokerage really prepares agents to take the next step in business development, right? Like they, they train you to do it. So let's, let's kind of back it up for everything you just said in your goal. You did the first thing in hiring a coach, which you're better than me. I don't, I don't, I haven't hired. I've always looked at coaches like, and this is a bad way to look at it. So if any coaches are watching this, I'm not talking trash, but I've always been like, why do I need someone to tell me to make phone calls and talk to people and pay them to do it? I don't understand. But the value in coaches is like, they can help you future think the business too, right? This, let's yep. be real. I'm just too cheap to pay for it. That's the problem. But yeah, but it's an investment. Think about the rewards that come from that. Yeah, yeah it's a absolutely. good investment. So I need to start. And just like the basketball players, they all yeah. have coaches to help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, so I need to, I need to do it. You're right. Okay. Thanks. No, no <laughs> excuses. <laughs> yeah. No excuses. Right. So I, uh, I know that, so you're saying you need to hire an admin, you need to look to do a buyer's agent. So for any new agents that are out there, you want to have the dream of growing. That's great. So you're at the point now. So there should be a point at which you hire an admin, right? When you hire an admin is when you just, you got too much going on. You can't do it, right? So you're there? I'm not there just yet. I, I feel like I need maybe a couple more months mm -hmm. and then I'll get to where I need. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then you have your admin and then how long do you think it'll be before you're able to hire uh, a buyer's agent? I'm hoping maybe in the beginning of the year. Oh, that's great. So we can go ahead and put out the uh, the job description right now. You're a recruiter. You know how to do that. If someone wants to work on your team, what are you looking for? If you were looking for a buyer's agent and someone to work with that is going to be compatible for your team and the values your team holds, who are you looking for? Somebody with a good work ethic. Somebody that wants to learn, very similar to myself coming into the door, is share all the knowledge with me. Let me know what I need to do to be successful. Okay. Good. So if you people want to be a millionaire straight out, that's not the place for you to go. <laughs> and, and the reason for that, and not being funny, the reason for that is I think a lot of people go into things in, in a different direction. And a lot of people are going to listen to this and be like, no kidding, someone that works hard. There's a lot yeah. to be said to that. There, I met a lot of people that think they work hard. However, but however, to me, they didn't. Yeah. Because my definition of work ethic is different. Like I just, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, like if there's something to do, I just go do it. Um, but I've learned to see the potential in what somebody can have towards that, right? So it, it's a mix. So it's good to know, like, the key thing you said there is I'm looking for someone that has the same ideals as me coming out. That's very important. A lot of people are just like, I need someone that works hard. Okay, well, I think that guy works hard, but you find out way later what you just said, the simple thing. They're not like me. Like, oh, now we know you want someone like you. Well, why didn't you say that in the beginning? Now you really do <laughs> narrow down your field, right? So, yeah. There you go. I think it's also good to diversify just a little bit, right? Because the different people that you'll eventually have on your team would 
bring different skills. Yeah. And I feel like that's important as well. Oh, so. yeah. But you do want your first to be really close proximity to how you are because yeah. then they can truly help you build the rest of it, right? So I think that yeah. – I don't know. How do you feel about it? I feel like anybody that I hire to work on my team, whether they be there temporary or long-term, what I'm looking for is somebody that – could eventually be a partner in the team that could help run it and have a section of it to do, right? So that way mm -hmm. we're speaking the same language all the time. So we are really truly both going to look for the same thing. Um, when you just hire somebody that's really good at real estate, you could hire the best buyer's agent on the planet. But if they have no intention of learning, right? Or it's somebody that you just don't see yourself being compatible with to grow into the future, people should just understand all great hires are not necessarily good hires, right? Like it's okay to tell somebody you're amazing. You're just not going to work for me. A lot of people are scared to do that. They're afraid to tell somebody that. So yeah, yeah, it's very, very crazy. That's I'm in the process of doing the same thing. I got to find someone to bring on that we can, we can train to do that part of it. And, you know, I'm looking for a different specific, you know, than you are. Mine's got to have that background. So I've had yeah. a couple people approach and I was like, no, no, we're good. <laughs> you know, next, and, but a lot of it is, <laughs> you know, for, for me and you, the way that we were the same, but very different, the way that we are very different is I don't listen to the training at Keller Williams. I'm not trying to specialize in one singular area to be super successful. I'm going to go wherever somebody needs me. And all the time it's like, for real, like, I mean, I've done pretty good. But again, with my niche of what I'm trying to work to, I can't be specific to a place. You know what I mean? So I had to do that. So I used to always try to be, I used to always tell them, like, I think I'm really doing this the way you want me to do it. But, I mean, they had their valid points. I was just stubborn. But, you know, it's uh, it's really good to, you know, it's good to see that you're there at that place and Keller Williams Signature. That place was very good. I learned a lot there when I came in. And they have a great, you know, just value set. There's a lot of people there that will help. And the thing I loved about that place is there's a lot of top producing agents that are willing to help. I mean, people that have big businesses, but they also have big hearts. Like they want to see people succeed. That was the thing I loved about that place. I loved going in there and just meeting and talking to people. It was a good time. So it's very good. Yeah. So pretty soon you're going to be that person, right? You're going to have your picture on the wall, number one. The funny thing, they asked for my picture yesterday so they can put it on the wall. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. That's good. It's good to see that. <laughs> Making moves. Look. All the time. You have to do it, 100%. So let's talk about uh, the last part. Is there anything, you know, you and I were talking uh, a little while back. And you were telling me about a program that you're you're helping through uh, your business. So you you told me about um, just a situation, and I don't want to try to explain it because I don't want to mess it up. But I'm, I want you to explain it. Yeah. You told me that there's a, a specific charity that you're helping right now. That money from your business quarterly goes directly to that charity, so that you can help them out. So I'd really like yeah. for you to talk to people about that. And then after, kind of let people know how they can get involved with it because what you, I mean, it's a great thing. It's a sad thing, but it's something that's important that you can, you know, help the people that need the help, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually met an individual. Her name is Joanne Rodriguez um, through our networking group. And her nonprofit is Sunshine Through the Rain. So what it is, is it helps um, individuals, kids mostly, uh, who have lost one or both of their parents. Uh, it helps them as an out or in a coping mechanism. Um, they will do events throughout the month. Uh, this past month, she took them to Tanks, which is a paintball place, but they did uh, water balloons. And so there was maybe 20 people there at that function. Um, so when I met her, you know, I have a saying that God puts people in your path for a reason. And about six years ago, I lost my best friend and she had four kids. And so those four kids didn't have an out, right? So when I met Joanne, I'm like, you know what? This is why she was put into my life. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, um, I decided that every quarter, um, a portion of my sales will go directly to her organization to help those children. That's awesome. And yeah. really, it's self-sacrificing to be to be completely fair with it, right? Not a lot of people would do that. And it's sad to know. It's sad to know that people go through that. But I will tell you, and what was, what was the name of it again? Sunshine called sunshine through the rain sunshine it's through the okay. uh-huh so yeah. that program sunshine through the rain i feel like in today's world is an example for what you should be looking to do right just watch the news listen to the radio mm -hmm. look at your social media feed the only thing that we want to do is jump on discuss debate and talk about anything that's horrible where I heard you say something and I don't agree with it. So now I'm offended and I'm going to reach out and do whatever I can to, I don't know, hurt your reputation or whatever it is. Right. It, I'm, I'm, I'm attacking words of something that was said to me. I'm attacking something I saw you do, but this program, mm -hmm. these kids really need help. Right. Like, I mean, think about that for, for a minute, for anybody that's listening, like, they don't get to go see their mom and dad again the next day. That just doesn't happen. So they need help. But you're over here worried about, you looked at me funny. Really? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that wish that somebody could look at them funny. You know what I mean? And so to know that that they're out there doing those good things and they're they're helping these kids and they're helping them do that is is a very admirable thing for them. And it's just a it's a great way to give back. And the fact that you're supporting it, says a lot about who you are, as we already know, that it's always for you. It's it's service before self. And that's a that's a good way to go. You know, um do so do they have a website? Is it called Sunshine Through the Rain? Uh-huh. They do have a website. It's um sunshine and then through T H R U the rain dot o r g dot org. Okay. And then there's there is a way for people to maybe donate to that charity through the website. Yep. Once you go to the website, there's a, a button you can click that says donate. Okay. Um, and it goes directly to the nonprofit, and she can use it towards whatever activities they have going on for the month. Perfect. So I just want so again, it's sunshine through the rain dot org. Go mm -hmm. to that website. There's a donate button on there. Then you can donate to. And what was her name again? Uh, Joanne Rodriguez. Joanne Rodriguez. She's the okay. founder. Mm -hmm. So anybody that's listening now, you know, the 300 million people 
that'd be great. But, you know, uh, anybody we do have listening seriously, though, for Joanne's charity, if you can go help her and you can donate anything to it, I promise you it's a lot better than than, than donating, you know, another 10 bucks to Amazon to get free delivery today. You know what I mean? Like, like send the money where it's, it's going to go. That's going to be, you know, that, you know, at least the money is going to be done something to help someone, especially kids. You can put a smile on a kid's face that's been through something like that. There's no more better payment in the world. So it's good times. You know, something that is also interesting is that I've attended a couple of her functions. So I kind of have met the parents as well. Um, The parents too need some help, right? It's not always just about, yeah, it is about the kids for her organization, but as an adult being able to interact with some of the parents, they, they need people like us to let them know that, Hey, you know what, you're going to get through this Mm -hmm. and you're going to be okay. And just that extra motivation. So yeah, for sure. Great, great organization. Oh yeah. I mean, any, and any help is good help. So we'll, we'll check in with you from time to time. If, if the sunshine through the rain uh, organization has any events coming up in the local area or they have it in other areas, uh, please send it over to me. I'd be more than happy to put it on my website, put it into my social media channel so that we can advertise to that many more people that there's something going on so that we can help those kids because it's, uh, you know, kids are a great thing. They're the, they're, the, yeah. they're the innocent part of the world, and and some of them, unfortunately, have to deal with some adult-level stuff way before they're ready. And the more help they right. can get, the more likely that they're going to have a, you know, it's not ever going to be normal for them, but they'll have a more successful and peaceful life instead of living every day through something horrible. So whatever I can do to help, I'd be happy to do it. Awesome. And uh, Thank just you. get moving. Yeah. So thank you for talking to me today. I appreciate it. As always, it's it's just good to hear about what you're doing and the things that you got going on. I'm excited for your future. Can't wait to see who you hire and uh, how big you grow. Um, for anybody that lives in Katy, Texas, uh, Cyprus, Richmond, in that area, or if you're in the Houston area in general, if you have a question about real estate, if you have a question about is it time to buy, is it time to sell, I mean, even things down to is it time to refinance or, or let's go here. If you're an individual that has a question about just how to go about applying for a job, you can call Stacy. She can help you with all of that. She may not be a recruiter today, but I have seen her talk to people about how to approach it. Doesn't mean that she's not going to get you the job, but I have heard her talk to like many a people she's coached into what to do and they've gotten jobs. So any of that job house, uh, helping kids through the sunshine, through the rain project. If there's anything in there that interests you, you can reach out to her. Uh, you want to go ahead and give everybody a phone number and an email if you would like that they can reach out to if you have questions. So my cell phone number is 832-683-5642. And then my email address is Stacy S T A C Y dot Johnson J O H N S O N at kw.com. Perfect. Well, again, I told you, stay under an hour. That's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having no, me. No, <laughs> absolutely. And 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 we'll do it again. We'll do it again sometime. Uh, and and just I, I'm just interested to to hear from you. Uh, you know, often about how it's going and how things are progressing and how you're building and. 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up and do it again, you know, sometime soon. And I just appreciate it. Thank you.